Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week this is the place you go to when you want to learn the latest with anything out of the ordinary, from aliens, Bigfoot, Shadow People, to Hatman, and Jesus to aliens. Yes. We cover it all here. I don't know if there's a subject I haven't dived into. There's plenty of them that I'd love to do more with, but you know what? I go with the flow of what it is you guys are sending my way and what you're experiencing, which brings me to, in fact, go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, or if it's easier for you, ShadowFolks.com. And tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what you've experienced. Tell me what you question. Tell me what you've seen, researched, uh, explored. Grandma told you. I don't care what it is. I mean, we cover everything. This show is your show. It is all about you, me. Yeah, the whole shebang. Give as much details as you can, because I am telling you, we are in session classes in session. We are trying to decipher things and pick up the clues and better understand these things. I mean, we notice patterns, right? I do. I, I, I'm I, just, you know, figuring it out as I go along here. And I hope as I learn, as these things click and come together, you guys feel it and see it too. So when you do go out on your next adventure, or if you do run into somebody who's experienced something you can lend a hand. You could give some insight that you don't just have to say, hey, that Heidi over there, she's the one to go to, okay? Sure, send them my way, but, <laughs> okay, just, you know, lend them a helping hand. Uh, listen, hear them out, because even for myself, here I am doing all this stuff, right? I cover these topics the way that I do, but you know what? There aren't many people that I can just turn to that's sitting next to me and go, hey, holy smokes, you wouldn't believe what happened last night. No, no, it's still a lot, lot more to go. I mean, I, I've been doing this for a long time and, and I'm just 
really surprised at the limitations, even within my own circles. But you know what? I'm just going to keep on being myself because I don't know how else to be anything different. Um, I think I'm tall enough. Uh, so I don't want to keep growing up. I don't want to grow wide either. I just want to keep growing and knowing and learning and being that person here for others if and when they do have a question or they do want to learn something about even what I've experienced, whether or not it's something they've gone through. So again... I am here to try to make some different movements in this world for myself and for you. How about that? Um, You know what? We've got a fabulous show today. You guys are really in for a treat because we are going to cover topics that are spiritual, alien, and all the in-betweens. And, uh, you know, spiritual growth, all of that, you know, because uh, I think it's uh, important that we realize there are connections between all of this. And and I always get thrilled and tickled when people say, Heidi, you know, they're connected, right? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I've been talking about that one for a while. And, uh, but hey, let it be fresh and new. You know, I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, let's dive on that topic. Let's do this. Uh, you know, maybe we should sprinkle some humor in this, you know, and maybe keep it light. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I've been doing that too. I'm excited to hear other people get excited about trying to come up with new approaches for these things that a lot of us have been banging our heads over for years. Um, so, hey, let's uh, let's do it together, shall we? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I have a Jenna Layden who's going to be joining us here after the break. But first, I have an email. I have lots of emails, but this one I thought would be fun to just tackle because uh, I've got time right now. So let's do it. (laughs) All right. So this one says, hmm, dear Heidi. Yeah, that's me. Um, I've seen a shadow being. I just finished listening to your podcast, episode 62 on Coast to Coast AM, Dark Becomes Light. Yeah, that's this one. Uh, Anyways, mine is just as you first described them to look like. He was big and could manifest itself to be even huger, like a big enough to blank out, like like a big enough? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I added that in there. Like big enough to blank out the light of a streetlight. Ooh, yeah. Okay. If he was outside at night, he could blacken surrounding objects, houses by the streetlight. That's it. That's interesting. I, I've heard of shadow clouds. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about them and um, they can be really massive. They can really cover a lot of ground. And if you're outside, a lot less limiting for it. Right. So it just keeps expanding. All right. So the first time it noticed me seeing him. OK, hold on. We're saying him now. All right. It was because I was just sensing this energy in the air that night as I was on the porch. So as I was saying, I was feeling this energy and I was looking down at the ground and I started seeing footprints in the grass as if someone was walking, but no one was there outside but myself. Oh, chills, chills, chills. Oh my gosh. You saw them like appearing like in the movie, The Invisible Man? Like really? Oh, that's... That's disturbing. I mean, people people talk about, of course, hearing footsteps, um, maybe seeing evidence of footsteps, um, even maybe feeling the footsteps. But to see them manifest, to see them manifest, I, 
I can't imagine. I, I really, I really can't imagine. Okay, so where was I? Um, okay, no one was there but myself. And all of a sudden, I felt this energy build. Huh. It could see that I could see it. And it stopped. The footprints did. Ooh, nasty chills, everybody. Oh my gosh, really nasty chills. Oh, how can I describe it, they say. It was as if it tried to hide behind the corner post of the porch. So I leaned my head over to the side as to say, where did you go? Mm. Okay, so, you know, I don't know why this is coming to mind. And I, I'm, I'm always a person that likes to follow my gut instinct on things. Now, you have heard that um, perhaps... Perhaps I'm throwing like a conspiracy theory out there. I'm good for some of those too. Um, Not, not of the, the deep, dark, dirty type, but um, our government can be that way. So that's where I'm kind of going towards. Um, Have you guys heard of this technology where it it can make a person kind of seem invisible? It kind of, kind of like a shield of a sort that has itty bitty cameras that like reflect its environment. So you don't see it distinctly. And and personally, I've seen a craft do that, where it looked like that movie Predator, where it just distorts the background just a little bit, but you see the edges, man, you see the edges. So I don't know, that just came to mind. All right, so continuing. And once I felt it, it's as if it was gathering all its energy. And it's almost as if I could hear it say, you want to see me? I'ma show you what I can do. Oh my gosh. And it took off so fast that a heat vapor, you know, like the road when it's coming up. Oh, oh, okay. Chills again, because that is, um, yeah, that's a mirage. And it's, I always say it's like heat rising off of a hot road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So coming up like it does during the summertime because the heat index, well, it was moving so fast to show me how fast it could go that this vapor just like, that was trailing behind it. Oh, now I know you really seen this thing because that is a, that is a tell. That is a tell. Well, I felt as if this thing was going to come back towards the house and throw me off the porch with its velocity. So I just said a quick prayer to put a hedge a protection around the porch. And just as I did, amen. All right. I'm glad you did that. Uh, as I did, that thing went going by so fast by the vehicle underneath the carport. It knocked over the dog's aluminum bowls. What? From its velocity, as I was going back inside the house, that's all I could hear was the tumbling of the bowls. Whoo, boy, that's crazy. Okay. And that was my first encounter with this thing. I called it that because it was bigger than I was. And that's really all I can say for now. This came from Paula. Wow. Wow. Good on you, Paula, to put up the prayer (laughs) and, and do a smackdown on it. Imagine you would have been one of those little aluminum bowls flapping, but I, I, I just, wow, this, this distortion of, of like background 
and, and, and images like this is a common thing. I've heard this when beings show up, when crafts show up. I mean, when reptilians are trying to shape shift in front of people's eyes. This is this is a pattern. So, wow, crazy. There's something to all of this. I don't I don't know quite what it is, but I want to remind all of you to go to my website and tell me your stories. Tell me everything that's going on. And I appreciate you, Paula, for sharing what it is that you experience, because, wow, this may really help somebody else to know that they're not crazy, that they also experience such a thing. But this is different. I've never heard of a shadow related being trying to show, look how fast I can go or Hatman even like, but hold on. Hatman would do something like that. And you said him. So it makes me think if you felt that kind of presence of a male, it's like, maybe, maybe, but to knock over a bull, that's very, very different. And, but to be deflected by God in a prayer yeah, it had to be evil. And especially since you felt like something wasn't quite right. So, yeah, I think, you know, we'll maybe get another story like this because that's supposed to be the pattern of things that I receive. So before I know it, the next email will say something like that without even uh, uh, asking for it. Or, or, or it's like really old and it'll pop up in my email all of a sudden. And I'm like, look at this. It, it, this the links. The links and the patterns are mind-blowing. But... Again, check out the website, HeidiHouse.com. Send me your stories. Tell me as much detail as you can. And don't forget, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back with Jenna Lady. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. As promised, I have a fabulous guest. I have Jenna Layden, who was a former global vice president for Whole Foods Market and had been leading teams and individuals through change and transformation for over 15 years. Jenna is an experiencer of supernatural phenomena, ET contact, and has a passion for helping humans embrace a multi-dimensional reality without fear. She has many past lives recalled and now is focused on her mission in this life to be a teacher of lost knowledge and wisdom from the stars. She connects ancient wisdom, new body, mind, science, and universal spiritual teachings to assist people in navigating their healing and spiritual transformation. So I'd like to welcome Jenna Layden. Hey, Heidi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So my goodness, you have quite the background. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. You, you are from the business world and yeah. uh, now you are embracing your inner experiencer of various phenomena. So tell us how that began for you, because that's uh, that's quite unique. It is. Yeah. So, so yeah, I spent many years in the corporate world and that was my life for so long. You know, I was a leader at Whole Foods Market, my last role, you know, VP of merchandising. I was just in that world, just, you know, absorbed and running a grocery store and leading teams. And, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I went through this major spiritual awakening and for the record, I was atheist forever. Like I never believed in anything mystical, supernatural, spiritual, paranormal. I was curious about a lot of that stuff, you know, so, so I'd, I'd look into it from time to time, but, but I was so skeptical and, and just highly logical, analytical, all of that. And then my paradigm just got busted open. <laughs> I, I went through a major breakup and started going through this like dark night of the soul and started having these supernatural experiences like telepathic experiences with people started having spontaneous past life visions started being like guided to certain information and that's just like the beginning then it then it just started to expand and expand and ultimately led to me being contacted by ET, which shocked me completely. I never thought something like that would ever happen in my lifetime, but here we are. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's a cascade. So, you know, I, you said that you had this big uh, major breakup and I wonder if having like a, a break in our life of busyness, uh, yeah. if that's, where I don't know the, the the powers that be that were observing everything saw their chance and just dove right in. I mean, what do you feel about that? Like, how could that have happened in at such a yeah. you know moment? Yeah, I think I think that's exactly right. You know, I think when we 
we have something that shakes our world, right? Makes us question everything about who we are, what we've been experiencing. And, and, you know, people have those moments when they experience the, the loss of a loved one, right? Like when someone passes on, that can be one of those moments that triggers this soul searching. And so I was in this soul searching place of feeling this just deep loss, you know, because this person was the love of my life. And I I just felt this deep, deep sense of loss and, and such strong emotions that I had never felt before. And, and so it was in that place of seeing that I, you know, I just started to, to seek information and that's when information just started flooding in information about NDEs, past life experiences. I just started stumbling upon information that was starting to help me understand that maybe I had a soul and maybe my soul was experiencing something really significant that it had, it had experienced before, or maybe there was some sort of karmic connection here that I was meant to understand. And once I kind of arrived at that, then the doors swung wide open in terms of me really starting to access those soul memories and understanding this, this kind of story that was unfolding about my life and what I was here to learn and what I was here to observe about myself. And, and it helped me understand the journey of a soul. Ultimately, you know, that's what that experience was, was intended to do for me. I think. I can't imagine how scary that is for an atheist, but you opened up the floodgate. So you must have been anticipating or hoping at least that something would happen. But that's a whole heck of a lot to have come flooding at you. So actively, because for people that might be listening, you know, who are kind of skeptical or are in their first steps of trying to have an experience, what were your first steps? Did you sit down and meditate? Did you just watch a lot of videos? What was it? That's a great question. So meditation was big because I also struggled with anxiety and depression for a long time, but I didn't really know where that was coming from. And so, so I, I, I was, you know, overworked, I was using my mind too much. And so I had, you know, arrived at the idea that, yeah, I do need practice some meditation. I need to find some sense of inner peace here. And, and so I had started that practice and it took a long time. You know, that's not an easy practice when you're, you're in that kind of chaotic state of mind. And, and so I did that for maybe six months to a year while also just continuing this exploration of these topics and staying open-minded. You know, I'm, I'm really grateful that I was raised in a family that taught me to be open-minded in that way. So even though I was atheist and my mom was atheist, at least, you know, I always viewed the world with that sort of curiosity. And so I set intentions, you know, I set intentions to learn more. Like if, if this is all true, if what I'm learning is all true, I would like to know more about my soul and, and, and maybe what this, this connection with this other person was all about. And it was actually on a plane one day I was in a deep meditation and I had finally gotten good at it. I had finally gotten to the point where I could turn my mind off and I was in a, you know, deep state of trance. And I was listening to some meditation music with gong sounds and 
as soon as one of the long sounds happened, that's when I had my first big experience of seeing past lives and having the, the information and the visuals come into my mind's eye so fast and so instantaneous that there was no time for my conscious mind made it up. Like it just came from another place. And as instantaneously as that information came in, I was able to also connect the dots on what I was being shown and what that meant for me in my life. So I think it really was this process of starting that inner work, you know, starting that seeking, starting the meditation practice, because we can't access, you know, these other realms of consciousness. We can't access our own soul memories and wisdom unless we've been able to find that, that place of center and that quiet in our mind. So it was meditation, setting intentions, and staying curious that I think allowed that ultimately to, to come through. But that was a shocker, you know, when that happened, because like you said, I, I was atheist, you know, I, I was, I was still kind of skeptical of all of this and that, that was one of those moments where I, I stopped being skeptical. <laughs> That's awesome. You, Jenna, you, you, you might want to uh, cover your ears right now, but I've always had this feeling of people who say they're atheists, that they're not as smart as the rest of us because they're, they're close, <laughs> they're close off part of their brain to other possibilities. And I'm like, I just, I just never, you know, I'm like atheist. Oh, you poor soul. You know, it's like, I'm like, gosh, they need some, some more life training. You know, I, 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 so I'm sorry, Jenna, I said that out loud and I'm like, I really shouldn't say this. I really shouldn't, but you know, it, it makes you wonder. It's like, they are absolutely shutting off a part of themselves. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and some of that's programming, you know, like I was programmed to be theist by my family, by my culture. And, you know, I, and, and so much of our media too, right. Is, is very, you know, just phone the material part of our world. And so, so, you know, I think a lot of that is that closed mindedness really just is programming that we've got to break through and undo and, and unlearn, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. That's a, wow. It's a, it's amazing that you uh, took and went as far as you did. And people swear by the, the, gong sounds. What is that called uh, to do that kind of meditation with sounds? Yeah, it's kind of like that did a Tibetan um, sound meditation. So, you know, some people call it like sound healing. Some people um, I think refer to as like, you know, kind of getting into that like transcendental state of meditation. I mean, there's so many different terms for, I don't know the exact term for um, using those sounds, but, you know, I had studied a lot of past life regret and casework and what's common in accessing those past life memories is you know, some use of a countdown or a sound or, you know, that kind of thing happened to me inside of an MRI machine. <laughs> Got the answers to the universe. And I'm like, what was that? And I thought, well, that's a fluke. Maybe I just fell asleep. And then I had to do another MRI uh, later in OMG same thing happened. Oh and my gosh. Yes. And then somebody told me about, hmm, that's fascinating. They said that they believe the MRI is kind of set up similarly to uh, uses similar technology as something called the God helmet where yes. you know, magnets and pulsing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm like, well, just, you know, injure yourself and, and get inside an MRI machine. You don't <laughs> have to buy one of those expensive God helmets. I mean, just hit your God helmet once your head and you know, you'll, you'll be able to get right in there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but man, yeah, well, that's 
that's that's amazing. So when you have that moment of knowing that you just experienced a past life and you look around like, did anybody else see that type of thing? I mean, what did uh-huh. you see? Like what? It was in the seeking place around that relationship, right? And still trying to make sense of what the heck was going on with that. And I saw two visions and the first one came in just so fast. And it was me and a man. I was a young girl and the man was my thought. It was like back in maybe civil war times, he was going off to war and he was leaving. What came in was that he never came back. I was abandoned. Then the second vision came in just as fast as the first one came in. And in the second vision, I was also with a man. He was also going off to war. This was like World War II time. He left and never came home. So there were two instances. That's crazy. That's crazy. But we got to get to our next break. You guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I have Jenna Layden, and uh, wow, we're just digging on in. She has experienced past life, like spontaneous past life stuff. I'm just blown away with it. I, I want you to finish your, your thoughts on it. I didn't want to cut you off, but 
Were there other revelations along these lines? Yeah, you know, what came of those visions ultimately was this understanding that, wow, I had a significant past life, multiple past life traumas that were repeating in this life. And I was being given an opportunity to see it differently, to heal from that, to understand the situation that was going on in terms of what my soul, you know, was here to do and learn and to find peace in that. So I was being given this information to help me understand why this situation with my ex was so profound and why it why it cut so deep and and ultimately you know led me to being way more open to understanding more about the soul and how the universe works and you know the nature of quantum entanglement and and all of that so you know that just kind of catapulted me into years of more experiences, research, and yeah, led me to you, Heidi. <laughs> I love it. That totally does make sense, though. It's like the abandonment issue, uh, why it, like you yeah. said, why it cut so deep, and why those were the first two memories you got back were, you know, having somebody walk off out of your life, but, you know, under different circumstances, but wow. Um, so how did this creep up to the alien phenomena coming into your life? Yeah. So, you know, I was already in this like open place. Right. And, and was starting to do more of that inner work, you know, more of that wound healing and looking at my traumas, looking at my shadows and, and, you know, all of a sudden one day I was, having an inner dialogue with myself, I was stewing on something. I was a little upset with another person and, you know, kind of going through that thought process in my head about that and chewing on it. And all of a sudden a message came in and cut me off. Like it was not my thought. Like this message came from somewhere else. And it was so startling in the moment because I'd never experienced that before other than the past life vision thing. And at the time, I thought, well, maybe this is a guide or an angel because I'd gotten far enough along in my understanding of, you know, our reality to be open to that and to know that there are spirits on the other side that can connect with us. And so I thought, well, gosh, maybe that's what that is. Or maybe it's an ancestor. I don't know. But it was helpful. Like it was trying to help me see the situation differently. Like I was I was being a little bit of an beep that on the show. I was, I was not being forgiving and nice and compassionate. And this message was coming in and telling me to see it a different way, basically. And so that happened. And I thought, well, that was weird, but I just kind of put it to the side because it was helpful. You know, it wasn't anything scary or that weird, I guess. And I just moved on, but then it kept happening <laughs> and then some other experiences started to happen. Uh, so I was already kind of questioning, like, where is this information coming from? Where are these messages coming from? Because I am getting messages, you know, delivered to me. And I was also starting to explore some of the like UFO phenomena. And I'd already been doing some of this past life research. And so I'd stumbled upon some books that were about the ET abduction phenomena and past life regression that had been done with people who have, you know, stated they, they had these experiences. And so I was super curious. I've always been like fascinated by space, always felt this like, you know, connection to the stars and like, how could we be alone? And so I was in that kind of just being open and curious and continuing to research. And I started to re read John Mack's book, Passport to the Cosmos. He studied 
uh, the abduction phenomena and worked with abductees for a number of years, taking them through regression. And ultimately, his worldview was completely changed by his work. And it was in the first couple of pages of reading his book that I had the biggest spontaneous emotional release of my life. Like tears were just flooding out of me. It was like my soul had touched on a truth. And at this point, you know, I knew enough about past life regression and and how we can suppress memories and how, you know, uh, based on the science of the mind, even, you know, if we experience a trauma or something that is so far outside of our worldview that we can't psychologically process it, our subconscious will just shut that down, you know? And so all of a sudden I realized, I think I've touched some information here about my soul, about maybe something I've experienced that I've got to, like, I've got to look into. And so, so I started having these sorts of experiences around the ET phenomena and it made me start to question, have I been abducted? Am I an ET contactee? Is there something that my memory is suppressing that I need to access? And I started thinking I needed to go through a regression to figure out, you know, where are these messages coming from? Why am I having these, you know, experiences around the ET and UFO phenomena that seem to be really profound for my whole, there's something else here that I had to explore. Wow. That had to be scary though, to, <laughs> to admit to that because the word abducted gives you uh, I don't know, scenes out of movies that kind of really, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and I talk freely here on the program about, you know, if, if something ta- took you uh, against your will and did some horrible, painful experiments on you, then those are not your friends. But if you had contact conversations, you learn, you know, that's a different kind of experience. So what, what, what happened? Did you, you get the, hypnotic regression done? I did. I did, but I, I put it because I was, I was scared. You know, I, I, I still had not completely gotten rid of the fear around those, those negative what ifs, you know, the, the idea could have been, you know, taken and it was those, those scary events maybe that had happened. And so, so it took me a while to work up to, you know, being brave enough to go through with it. And, and so, you know, I was mulling it over. I was thinking I need to do this at some point, continuing down my path of exploration and, then a really fun event happened that that got me to go through with it. And I'll share this for, for the, you know, your audience, because I think this is a fun way of understanding that contact doesn't have to be scary. And it can be about helping us open up and helping us lighten up. And I was getting to the point where I you know, had been having some of these telepathic things happen, right? So I was curious about that. I was researching channeling. I had stumbled upon Daryl Anka's movie, First Contact. Act. For anyone who doesn't know Daryl Anka, I'm sure your audience does, but for anyone who doesn't know, he channels an ET being named Bashar. I was highly skeptical of this. Um, I'm still skeptical of, you know, channeling in a lot of ways, but I was open and I started to watch this movie and, and I was starting to admit that, yeah, you know, some of what's coming out of this guy seems to be maybe just a bit more than what a human could come up with. And I was, you know, st- but still a little skeptical. And um, at one point, this is when I was a VP at Whole Foods too. So I'm really busy, right? I'm trying to unpack all of this. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with me and do my VP job. And so I decided to turn the documentary off. I don't have time for this. You know, I've got work in the morning. I just need to let this go for the night. So I turn off the documentary. 
I had ordered food for dinner that night. And within seconds of turning off the documentary about Bashar, my food arrived at the front door and I got a pop up on my phone that said, your food has been delivered by Bashar. (laughs) No, it did not. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So I got contacted by Bashar <laughs> and, and I was, you know, I still had a skeptical moment. I was like, no way, come on. Like, is this real? And because I have always been an analytical, logical person and skeptical person, I looked up how many people in the United States are named Bashar because I wanted to know what are the statistical odds of something like that happening? And there are only like, I don't know, 150 people in the U.S. with that name. So the odds are just out there, right? Wow. wow. <laughs> and that got me to go through with the regression because after that happened, I thought, okay, like I, I, I think I'm being guided. I think maybe this isn't a scary thing. Like I laughed about it and, and then I did the regression and the regression was super eye-opening and profound. And I, I learned so much more about who I am and where I've been and the lives that my soul has had and, and where these messages were coming from. My goodness. So your memories, did they pull you to other planets? Because one thing people are learning through uh, some of their regression sessions is, uh, you know, though they're interacting with beings here, they're, they've also had past lives with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I learned. You know, I, I didn't see those past lives as much as I was given information about them. So I did the QHHT um, style of regression where the therapist talks directly to your subconscious. Like you see some past lives and I saw a couple of earth lives that explained um, more about what I'm doing now, actually as a teacher of spiritual wisdom and helping people connect, you know, cosmically. Um, But after we saw the past lives, the therapist started talking directly to my subconscious or my higher self to just ask questions and gain more insight and information about all of these experiences and the things that I had questions about. And, and ultimately what came through with it, yeah, I've had lives in these other advanced civilizations and my soul is not used to incarnating here as much as it is in these other civilizations. And so, so part of the anxiety and the depression I'd had for so long was also about being kind of disconnected from this, this part of reality that my soul knew as an ultimate truth and, and knew as home. And so my soul talked about home being these civilizations on a ship that I've you know, lived on. And then in my last ET life, if, you know, we want to think of it in a linear way was, was on a ship with these beings and, and part of my soul group, you know, because I know now we incarnate with a group of souls typically over and over. And most of the time we're in a physical incarnation with them like here on earth. But in this case, some of my soul group is on the ship and I'm here. And And that's what's, yeah. creates a big longing. Well, We've got to get to our next break. You guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back with more Jenna Layden. Are you ready to fight back against crime? 
Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I have Jenna Layden, and she is laying it out for us. I had to do it, Jenna. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) The the experience uh, and the realization of what it is that you've come across in your own memories. And I can relate to this feeling home is not quite here and that longing and you spoke of your soul group mostly being elsewhere and having this sense of isolation here so you've had some incarnations here on this planet but uh, you have had more interactions elsewhere so what is this elsewhere like i mean what are the beings like i mean what is all of this what is uh, what did you piece together about uh life cycles Yeah, you know, (laughs) I think what I've arrived at is, my goodness, our universe is incredibly diverse. And, you know, I talk about that in our Meet the Star Races course on our website, because I want people to understand that so many of the beings out there are benevolent and are seeking to support civilizations like ours in our awakening because the et phenomena is part of our spiritual awakening as people as a civilization and and what i ultimately learned is that the last civilization that i had incarnated in and the beings with whom i am in contact with primarily in this life 
are the mantis beings, which are insect beings. And I never, you know, would have thought that those would be beings I'm connected with, but, but that is part of the truth of my soul and where I've been and the experiences I've had. And it, it has helped me open my eyes to understand how, how so many different types of sentient benevolent beings operate out there. And, and, you know, that's not the only civilization I've had lives in, but it's, it's the one that it has been most kind of prominent, I guess, you know, for me so far in, in this life and in what I'm teaching and, and in the information I've been, you know, guided to share ultimately. And so <laughs> there's been a lot of bad <laughs> conversations regarding the praying mantis types. Um, I've heard kind of both, yeah. but mostly about them being awfully brutal and bloody encounters um, mm-hmm. with them. Um, maybe they're distant cousins and they're not the best ones that are coming here. But um, but then I've heard of, of these really benevolent ones that are, are full of wisdom and have preached wonderful yeah. things to people. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping you're not part of the... Um, the pirates <laughs> no no definitely not <laughs> um you know my, my my mission in life is always to be of service in whatever way i can for the betterment of other people and for our world and um and i know that the beings that i'm in contact with want that as well and and you know what i've also learned is that yeah, in all of these races right all of these different types of beings that are out there good and bad exists. We live in a universe that's programmed for duality. So you're going to have, you know, some uh, segments of those races that maybe have gone down a different path. And then you have some segments that are, you know, seeking positive spiritual evolution for the universe. And so just like here on earth, you know, we've got people who are engaged in darker things and people who are engaged in helping the world become a better place. Exactly. That's true out there too. Exactly. I, yeah. I have trouble when people try to blanket like, well, because they're more advanced than us, obviously they're great individuals. I'm like, no, they're not all good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. They're, they have conflicts too. And um, you know, it's something that needs to be realized. Yeah, totally. That is that is a truth of our reality. And another truth, I think, is that there are tons of races, civilizations out there that are supporting us and our evolution in the ways that they can, you know, because we're not at a point where we can go through full disclosure, right? But it's starting to happen and it's just happening in a different way for our civilization than it has for others because of, you know, what's happened here on earth. Like it's not, not such a pretty place here, right? We've got some issues we're working through. And, and so until we do that, you know, we're not, we're not going to have a good chance of a, a, a peaceful and easy integration with our galactic family. But but, you know, there are so many races that are supporting what's happening here with our evolution, just like what's happening, you know, here with you and me, right? We've got souls who are coming in from these other civilizations to share a different perspective and to help our world open up, you know, to a different viewpoint of our reality. And you are instructing people on this process. Like, what what are you instructing? Yeah, so, you know, never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would end up being a spiritual teacher and a guide and energy medicine practitioner, but that's where I've been guided. And, you know, this contact with my 
I like to call them my non-physical team or my star family led me to starting star family wisdom, which is an online platform community, modern day mystery tool for people who are seeking uh, transformation, who are people who are seeking healing, people who are seeking uh, a better understanding of of their place in the cosmos. And so, uh, you know, I connect it back to one of my previous lives here on earth. But, you know, one thing I learned was that I used to operate in ancient Egypt as uh, a teacher of the mysteries. So I led a mystery school in Egypt. And that's kind of what I'm, I'm back here to do today is to, to bring people into this information in a way that is practical, that helps them evolve towards a better version of themselves, to have a better life, to shed some fear around all of these topics and to integrate, you know, this way of living that can ultimately help us, you know, just create a much more harmonious and balanced world around us. And so, and that starts with each one of us. And, and so it's my passion now to share that. And, you know, I bring a lot of my background from whole foods into well with health and wellness and, you know, it's all holistic, right. It's all connected. And so how we understand. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) very much. So I'm like, you're like, I never would have thought I'm like, you work for whole foods. I, I think people have holy and holistic experiences every time they walk through the doors there. That's quite a a jump. I mean, okay. So to some extent, we're all trying to make our parents proud in this life. And here you are at the top of whole foods. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to teach people about how to balance out <laughs> their understandings in the alien world and, and the universe. And how did your family take this? How did you present that? I, you mentioned uh, before we got on the air, it's like a coming out <laughs> experience. How did you do that? Yeah. Well, welcome to my coming out party, everyone. So, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> It, um, it was scary. You know, I'll admit that, it, you know, while I knew I need to do this and I knew that for, for other people who are going through these things, it is important that credible leaders, people like me talk about this. That is extremely important. And so I knew I had to do something around this. And I also knew I couldn't do that while still working at Whole Foods. So I took the leap and, you know, it has been difficult at times to bring others along, but it has also been beautiful because I have found so much more acceptance and this than I thought I would. And it has resulted in some really important healing in my family that I didn't realize would happen. And and, you know, it, 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 it forces you to face those fears, right? It forces you to just be your own person and to embrace that and accept that and to, to really not lean on what other people think, right? Like if, if you're still in that place of, you know, what are people going to think when you do something like this, you've got to let go of all of that. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I understand. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and having, for me, having a sense of humor and just being who I am and whatever I do is, has been helpful. Um, so how can people learn about just some of the stuff that you're teaching and get a hold of you or hear your podcast? Yeah. So thanks, Heidi. We, we have a podcast. It's the star family wisdom podcast myself and, and my team are delivering lots of fun conversations like this with, with people who are researchers in the field or who have had a 
experiences like ours and and we deliver courses and programs on our website and and have lots of free information um, and resources too for people who are on this path and and seeking you know some some help as they're integrating and understanding all of it and so so you can find us on youtube you can find us on the podcast app star family wisdom starfamilywisdom.com is our our website and uh, you can always get in touch with us on Instagram as well, Star Family Wisdom uh, on there and support at starfamilywisdom.com is our email address if anyone uh, wants to reach out and, and connect or share share their stories with us. It's It's been been really fun, you know, finding this new community and connecting with so many people like you, you know, who have been on this journey and, you know, we were chatting before this how it's like we're intelligent people, you know, there, this is not just a lot of woo-woo BS, right, <laughs> you know, right, right. we can come together and, you know, have mature conversations about this stuff. <laughs> right, right. It's true. I, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today, Jenna. This was uh, very fascinating. Thank you so much. It was awesome being with you. Brilliant. That just uh, once again goes to show you, you don't know where people are coming from when they start coming awake and alert to what the world really holds and uh, what's within and what's without, right? So a lot of bravery, a lot of bravery goes into it. But if you can hold on to your senses, hold on to who you are, hold on to your sense of humor, hold on to your soul and know what matters most importantly, it makes it a lot easier. So I want to thank Jenna, once again, for coming on the program. And you guys, I want to also remind you to go to my main website, which is shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com. Tell me your stories. Tell me what you want to hear on this show. Tell me your research. Tell me your dreams. A lot of people are dreaming some really crazy dreams as of late, just like what the Book of Revelation's been talking about. We're having dreams of cataclysmic events and nightmares outside of Hatman Shadow People stuff. So tell me about it. Tell me the positive. Tell me the good. I, I like the fluffy stories too, you know, so bring those on over. Bigfoot, Dogman, all of that, and we will discuss it here on the show. We have come to the bottom of another fabulous program. I hope you enjoyed yourselves as much as I did. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.